Lauren, I'm dressed for the occasion. I'm wearing all blue today in honor of our guest. Well, surprising that you say, Jed, because I'm actually wearing a, black, a blue jacket too myself. There you go. Our guest is actually sitting right here, so I don't know if you noticed. Do you appreciate all the blue? This was thoughtful in your honor. This is Napa Chief of Police, Steve Potter. I appreciate that. That's very nice of both of you to wear the blue, so thank you, and thanks for having me here. Oh, what a pleasure. I'm looking forward to sitting down and getting to know you a little better, to see what you're all about. You know, I run into you at these events here and there, and I hear you talk about issues, so if it's okay with you today, maybe we'll just skip the issues and just focus on you as a person. Sounds good. We can talk about anything that you want to talk about today. Fantastic. Let's come up with some goodies, shall we? We invite you to join Judd at his family's winery on the south end of Silverado Trail. Judd's Hill Winery, located at 2332 Silverado Trail, here in Napa Valley, California, USA. Visiting information is at juddshill.com or by calling 707-255-2332. Thank you so much, Lauren. That's right. Come see us. We'd love to show you a good time. Uh, we have the TripAdvisor and Yelp ratings to to kind of, well, prove that we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen for you. You'll have a fun and memorable experience at the winery. You know, you don't have to be a, a visitor to our valley either. We love to see our local neighbors. It's actually uh, quite an honor when folks from our very own community want to stop in and say hey. So we'll look forward to seeing you. While you're online getting the visiting information, you can also look around. We've got some quirky videos. We've got events, all kinds of fun things, and, and wine. How about that? Just for being an avid listener, type in coupon code JNVS, all lowercase letters, please, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. And if that's not enough, you can join the Judd's Hill Wine Club anytime, day or night. That's right, Lauren. Thanks. And as a member of the club, it is free to join. You're guaranteed to get all the wines and invitations to great events, parties. It's it's like a whole social club. It's it's good stuff. We're going to get to the show, but I got to ask the chief here if there's like a website or some kind of resource you might want to steer folks toward. Maybe if they just want to see your picture while they listen to this, where would folks go? They could go to either the city of Napa webpage and click on the police department, or they can go to the Napa Police Department Facebook page. There it is. Straight from the man himself. Brace yourself, Judd. We got a case to solve. Let's do the show. Get ready for another heap of fascinating things to know. From witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing. Live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person. Pardon me, I'll have a Chardonnay A marvelous date, it's hard to say I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc It's a must-have on the podcast It's Judd's Napa Valley Show You can't ease this flow if I elaborate Over a Cabernet, my buddy's the truth You should study my man Juddy And learn something new And now, live from the 1440 KVON Studios at Broadcast Park in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Fingelstein. Good morning, Lauren Mole. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Judd. Top of the day. Top of the day. You're looking sharp. You've got your nice uh, striped button-down shirt. A little chill in the air. You've got your parka. How are you feeling in here? I'm Warming up? great today. A little comfy now? Yes. Not too chilly? Not too it's chilly a, it's a at all. Beautiful spring day. We're still in winter, but it's a beautiful spring day. What's going on in the world of Lorne Mole? Well, first of all, Jet, yeah, I just forgot to. Co- I completely forgot to say this in the opening, but congratulations on your five-year anniversary this month doing the, this particular show. Thank you very much. I I can't believe it's been five years. I'm looking back through uh, some of the episodes that are posted, uh, you know, on the iTunes store, and thinking, really, March 2013, we were doing this, and. And here we are. So I'm thinking at some point this month, maybe even next week, we'll do a little retrospective uh, fifth anniversary show. What I do you like think? That. You like that? Be up for that? Sure. All right, we'll talk. Sure. Thank you very much. I appreciate well, you're, uh, you're recognizing that. Sure. And uh, also, uh, I just want to mention to everybody, in 10 days from now, everybody's a star will be singing the Star Spangled Banner for your NBA champion, Golden State Warriors. And lately, I've been saying that they b- they're going to be playing against the Phoenix Suns, uh, Judd. Well, actually, they're going to be playing against the Sacramento Kings, a team oh. for whom 
There are games I still have never been to yet. You've never been to a Kings game? Never. When our buddy from right here at this station, Iris C. Smith, has been their announcer in the past, and we never, and I, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. We never went, not just to support the Kings, but to support Ira. I'm ashamed of myself. No. I see. <laughs> well, that's exciting, sir. So, how do folks get tickets to see you sing at the Warriors? Uh, they can actually uh, go to the uh, Everybody's a Star uh, Facebook page for more information. All right, so just everybody is a star. And remind folks what this organization is and does. Well, Everybody's a Star is a nonprofit-based organization based in Sonoma that helps uh, special needs individuals like myself showcase our talents and broadcast quality music videos. Professionally done, by the way. Oh, absolutely. And if folks go to everybodystar.org, they can see you. That's right. Doing what? Singing I Just Haven't Met You Yet. And it's a great video. Professionally produced, starring Lauren Mole. It is. And also, something interesting happened uh, to me on Sunday, Judd. What's that? I got to go see Sister Act at uh, Napa Valley Oh, College. yeah. I heard that's great. For someone who had never seen the movie or the play, but I finally got to see it. It was a wonderful performance, and now the wait is finally over. <laughs> you made it happen. And, and you enjoyed it. Good music. It's funny. Yeah, it was great. Good. Our own, uh, our own musical director, Gordon Lustig, I believe, is... Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw him in the program. He's on the guitar. That's right. He's in the pit there. That's right. Orchestra. Very cool. Just Very couldn't cool. see him, yeah. So uh, so what's been going on with you, Judd? Oh, just uh, getting through. Uh, it's it's beautiful in Napa Valley. Just business is is happening. We're still, I believe, feeling the uh, the tail end. I heard uh, the previous guest, uh, Dario Satui, uh, just a few moments ago on Barry Martin's show, talking about this very fact that uh, still feeling the, the tail end of the effects of the fire with visitation here in Napa Valley. So... Like his business, our business is, you know, consumer direct. It means our wine isn't widely out there. So unless folks are showing up at our place, you know, my kid's college fund is not being <laughs> supplemented. So, you know, we want to make sure people know that Napa Valley is open for business. It's beautiful. Uh, you can come to the restaurants. You can come to the shops. You can come to the wineries. You can come to the hotels. And even for our locals, we're there for you as well. In fact, I love having our local wine aficionados or just folks who are curious. Maybe don't go out wine tasting very often. Just swing by Judd's Hill. We, we will show you a good time, that's for sure. In fact, on TripAdvisor, I mentioned this last week, we, are, we remain to be within the top uh, few things to do. In fact, last week, we were the number one specific thing to do in Napa Valley on TripAdvisor was visit Judd's Hill. And I'm very proud of the customer experience that we put together. We have... Our tasting, which is not stand-up, belly-up-to-the-bar type tasting. It's sit-down. We have a beautiful tasting uh, terrace or tasting room. You can look out at the vines. We actually get to know one another, and it's fun. We also do our bottle blending day camp where folks can blend their own wine together and take it home. And it's, it's a great way to learn about wine and show something off when you get home. Say, I made this wine. And we also have our food and wine, excuse me, our wine and food in balance ah. seminar, which... uh, folks who participate will leave with all the skills they need to know about putting the flavors of wine and food together, how they work together, how they play together. And uh, folks will have the confidence to then go out and entertain with food and wine. Tons of fun to be had at Judd's Hill. And one last thing, this is our last call for the Mississippi cruise. Ah, yes. I've been talking about this for a while. We do these cruises with our wine club and uh, well, other, other Judd's Hill fans. Um, Uh, We do cruises, one a year, and this year, it's coming up next month, April 15th through the 23rd. We will be setting sail. This is a bit of Americana from New Orleans to Memphis on the Mississippi River on what I'm told is the world's most opulent paddle wheel ship. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's excursions along the way uh, to historical spots along the Mississippi, plenty of opportunities to drink wine, have fun, little parties here and there. Great time. All that information and visiting information and everything and you could ever want to know about Judd's Hill is at Judd'sHill.com. That's great. That's it. We got somebody sitting here yeah, very well, patiently. Actually, oh, well, wait. I, 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 oh, okay, I, go ahead. Sure. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, Judd. Yes. Uh, up. And, and, now, and you were going to... Go ahead. What were you going to say? Okay. Now, before we get to our <laughs> guests, I feel that we actually must say this, Judd, but uh, I heard that last week... We had a surprising but shocking departure uh, at our sister station next door. What happened? Mindy Levine has moved to San Diego. You know, I 
somebody asked me about this, and I was in the dark. Uh, I guess I've been out of the loop. I'm sure it was on Facebook or whatnot, but I didn't see that. that this is a confirmed fact? It is. My goodness. Okay, well, I will have to reach out somehow. I'm, I'm sorry to see her go. I mean, I'm sure it's for great reasons, but I was, well, I am still a, a big fan of hers. You know, listen to her show. She was a guest on this very show. One but, of these... not in, but not here, though, but at the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop. Right, we recorded that at the Grog Shop, but on this show. And uh, she's just, a, just a, a, bright, a bright and energetic and positive, uh, what's the right word? Uh, just, just, just uh, I mean, I could say force, just a person. She was just a bright, positive, wonderful person to have in this community. I'm sorry in that respect to see her go, but I'm sure she's down there for, for great reasons. I'll have to reach out. Thanks for bringing that up. Oh, you're welcome. Would you like to introduce our guest today? Sure, John. Thank you. Today, straight from the police blotter, a case that couldn't be hotter. So let's start to debrief with Napa's chief of police. He's our guest today, Steve Potter. Hey, there he is. Thanks, Judd. Thanks, Lauren. It's good to be here. It's and gr- thanks for the introduction. Hey, you're welcome. It's great to have you. I'm going to adjust your mic just a touch. It's right up on there. So, Lauren, this is our chief of police. I've met him before. Well, I was researching. I heard we were having Steve Potter. I thought it was going to be the comic artist who does wacky packages and garbage pail kid trading cards that's i did all my research online about this steve potter so that's good i I had never thought about looking my own name up so but good to know there's somebody else out there that does more than i do yeah it's impressive i like wacky packages and garbage pail kids or at least i did when i was younger but uh now I I don't know what to talk to you about. Um, I have all. Can you answer questions it, about trying? A, a... <laughs> made it pretty difficult when I didn't respond with anything, didn't yeah. I? So, no, but, I'm. You know, Lauren and I have worked together in the past on the uh, Artie Party Show. Yeah, and, and I see him at the grocery store every once in a while. So I'm sure that Lauren might have some questions too. But... You want to take over? I'm totally unprepared. Yeah. I'm I'm kidding. I've, of course, yeah. I knew it was going to be you, but I was I was surprised to see that there is a Any known artist at all. Questions? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about you. I. If it's okay with you, let's avoid a lot of the pressing issues of Napa because you have plenty of opportunities to talk about those elsewhere. I let's just think I've done that a couple times the last couple days. <laughs> let's yeah. just get to know who you are. Well, first and foremost, uh, welcome back. You were on vacation. Yeah, took a little vacation. Went to Maui last week. Okay, nice. We have a an exchange student from Germany staying with us. So really, we took her with us and. We got to, we stayed in Kanapali and did a helicopter tour, a luau, uh, zip lining, and she did a little swimming and things that she normally doesn't get to do in Germany. So I think she had a pretty good time with that. I'm sure there could be a luau to be found if you really scrubbed the deck there somewhere in Germany, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, what a great time! That that sounds wonderful. Are you a are you a fan of Hawaii? Do you get over there once in a while? Uh, we try to go over there for about a week every year, okay. usually during whale season. Mm-hmm. And uh, she and Debbie both went to they went whale watching twice. I went once, and mm-hmm. at one point they saw a pod of about twelve whales that wow. you could see. Uh, and they got into that one, and the uh, naturalist that was on the boat with them said that that was the largest pod of whales that they've seen in a couple of years. So no that kidding. was very impressive very for cool. Al- Alexandra. Yeah. Wow. You know, and now I'm a very visual guy. I came from a kind of an artistic family. So every time I've seen you, we don't know each other well, but I run into you here and there at different events. But you are always, as you are dressed today, you've got full uniform. You've got the stars on the collar. I mean, you are our chief of police. You got the badge. Got Well, of course, yeah. he's got the badge on. I'm just trying to picture you in like a vintage aloha shirt and like bermuda shorts and yeah sure. you know on vacation sure. with shorts my tie in your hand shorts don't work for me because okay. i would tan and then i'd ruin the reflective values of my skin so okay. i just try to i wear a long pants most oh, okay. Time, yeah. okay okay but that's that's great okay so you're well rested you're back to serve the community of napa yeah um ready to go and this this really is your community you are a native correct yeah i was born and raised here Wow. I grew up in Alta Heights, about a block away from Alta Heights Elementary School. And then in the mid-70s, my parents bought a Victorian mansion down on First Street off of Jefferson there. And we moved down there. We actually moved. There were six kids and mom and dad. And we went from about Mm -hmm. a 1,400-square-foot house to a house that was three to four times the size. And even with six kids, we got lost in there. We couldn't find (laughs) each other. We were used to everybody being on top of each other. 
but that was it was quite an experience and going through the Napa school system I think we got a all got a very good education and yeah everybody's been pretty uh positive and uh, good outcomes for mom and dad, and I think they're pretty proud of That's us, good. So. Which which schools did you go to? So I went to Alta Heights, Silverado, and Napa High, okay. and the Napa College. So oh, I, I wow, kind of did really... the sampler, sampler of all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you really so. went through the whole Napa system. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, you, you may have answered a question I was leading up to because you said there were six kids in the family. Yeah. Mom and dad. I was going to ask you how you got into police work, but perhaps – there was someone needed to bring some sense of order to this yeah. house. I don't know. Actually, mine is a, it's a fairly simple story. And I'm a, I'm a very service oriented driven right. person. Okay. So I was working for Safeway. Uh, the day I graduated from high school, I went to work for the Safeway company and mm-hmm. started up on the Trancas store. After about a year, I moved down to the Clay Street store. Didn't take long before I got assigned to the night crew, so we were restocking the shelves at night. Yeah. One evening, and it didn't take long, they gave me the keys to the store to open it for the night crew, and because at that point they weren't open all night long or the extended hours that they do now. So you're a young so, guy. They must have show, you must have been showing you know a good sense of responsibility and duty, and or maybe it was just they wanted somebody <laughs> to wake up earlier and get there. Yeah, the only guy was, who would do it. Yeah, it's like how the, when I was a teen, they they put me on Christmas uh, here at the station. Yeah. I'm like, ah, He'll do it. Go yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go into the store and turn yeah. on the lights so everybody yeah. feels safe when they get there. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So uh, one night I get there, I open up the door, unlock it, take a step inside, lock the door behind me. I look over at the office, and there's a guy up in the office wearing a green apron, uh, Safeway apron. They were green at the time, mm-hmm. and I went, "I'm supposed to be here alone." And so I looked, and and he's obviously going through stuff. So I unlocked the door. I walked across the street to where there was a police officer parked writing reports. It was Johnny Cash. Johnny uh, was, Cash. Yeah, Johnny Cash, who was a, uh, an officer back in the, I think he left in the uh, 80s. Yeah. And anyway, I went over there, told him what was going on. He went over, got the rest of the, the officers there. I got to watch the whole thing play out. And it was just one of those where I went, that looks pretty darn neat. So <laughs> the team working together and catching yeah. the guy. Come to find out the person had gone in the store when it was open, walked in the back room, crawled down in the middle of a pallet of groceries, went to sleep back there, waited for the store to close, and then he was stealing what he could steal at the time. So wow. uh, anyway, that was – and then I went, that's something that I think I could do. So uh, from there I went to work for the Napa Sheriff's Department as a reserve, a volunteer for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then in 1981, I was hired full-time as a deputy and came over to the police department in 87. I've been there since. So this is 31 years. Uh, it's, well, how about 37? Well, okay, you're right. It, yeah. In the Napa Police Department, yeah. 31 well, years. But 31 at the Napa Police Department, right. 37, 37 overall. Law yeah. enforcement. Amazing. Yeah. Now, pardon me if this is an awkward question, but... Uh, when I was doing a little research, not on the comic artist, I really knew it was going to be you coming in. The first headline that came up was the story from the register about your retiring last year. Yeah. So, and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Is we're beyond he, last year. We're yeah. beyond last yeah. year, yet I see him around. People still call him chief. Either he is pulling the greatest scam ever or something happened. So I'm going to ask you point blank, answer me honestly. Are you now, at this very moment, indeed the legitimate chief of police for Napa, California? Uh, they haven't told me otherwise. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, I am. Okay. So, so what happened? I, I remember you had announced, and there was something about finding somebody else, and you, you stayed on. Is that – do I kind of so, have the – Yeah, last uh, – so the city manager had some uh, surgery he needed to have done, right. and he okay. put that off. He decided to get it all done at one time, and then his recovery was slow. So – uh, I had a I had opted to stay until he could find somebody, and mm-hmm. then the the plan was is that he was going to be back long before October thirty first, and that would give him time to interview and select someone. He got delayed through the healing process, and so I kicked the can down the road for a little bit, and I said <laughs> I would stay until this year, knowing that holiday seasons are a rough time to recruit employees uh-huh. uh, for full time ongoing. Uh, positions. And we talked about how it's probably better to find a chief if they have kids to come to Napa 
at the beginning or the end of a school year so that they can, their kids can assimilate into the school system much easier. So we're in the process now. It just got the recruitment got open last week. It closes April oh, okay. 8th. If you know anybody out there that'd make a really good chief of police, now's the time for them to apply. Lauren, uh, how are things over at Knob Hill? Are you looking for another gig? Quiet. <laughs> Crickets. Quiet. Like, uh, yeah. no, it's, a, it's a good job. <laughs> this, uh, and, and I got to say, this truly is one of the best communities in the world. It's so supportive. Yeah. You, we've got so many things going on, like the Be Kind e- event that your daughters put on, things like that. There is yeah. so much giving, so much care. Uh, we continue to work toward one community, everybody being here to support each other. Yeah. I think all communities uh, should take a look at us and try to model themselves after us because I really think that uh, it's just phenomenal when things happen in this town, uh, how people pull together and support each other. Yeah, I think so as well. And I should say thank you for being so supportive because that's usually where I run into you uh, is at these community events. And it's not just that there's a... Um, police presence to support them but you know you yourself are there too and uh you mentioned the be kind you have come out to some of the be kind events and have not only shown personal support by your presence but you you've even you know thrown a few bucks to get some be kind uh, buttons and been passing them out to the, your fellow officers and whatnot it's, it, it's just great and i remember was it last year? Yeah. Y- yes, yes, yes. Not this just past January, but the year before when they had the Women's March. Yeah. And you yourself were out there on the First Street Bridge directing traffic. And I was thinking to myself, this man is the chief of police. I have a feeling that traffic control is probably not his normal duty, but here he is doing it. I would imagine that was just to kind of show support for a community. Uh... Uh, it, it, it's done for a couple of reasons. Number one, yeah. I really enjoy police work. That's why I've stayed yeah. in it for the 37 years. Uh, I really like supporting my community and doing what I can. And the employees of the police department are, are fantastic employees as well. So why give them the rotten jobs of standing in one <laughs> spot for hours in the sun when I can take part of that for them. So, but yeah, I, I try to go to as many events as I can. I can't make all of them, mm-hmm. but I go to as many as possible, uh, whether they are whatever part of the community they're, they're from or the folks are from to support uh, because the community has been so supportive of me that I want to give back. And uh, the other part is, is I really look at my role is, is to help people be successful. And hmm, if you're going to have a march or an event, then I should be there to help make sure everybody's constitutional rights are upheld. Sure. But also to make sure that it's a peaceful, uh, respectful gathering that people can express themselves or they can generate the revenue that they need to, to sustain themselves mm-hmm. through their fundraising uh, for nonprofits and things like that. So, Well, as a community member, uh, thank you for that. Sure. That's a, I, mean, I think that's a, a great <laughs> philosophy to take, you know, as the chief of police. And by the way, I did see you out there, again, directing traffic. It didn't seem like that terrible a job. You were getting a lot of hugs, a lot of handshake, and a lot of high fives. People were very appreciative. You were... You were on the receiving end of a lot of a community love out there. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's got to feel like good. Said, it does feel good, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's what Napa is. Yeah. So, yeah, I do appreciate it. I know a lot of people in town. I've been here for, what, 58 years now, so almost 59. <laughs> so, yeah. You got a birthday coming up? Yeah, in April. Oh. Yeah. Should we ask? Should we, like, get a get, – should, should we get something together? Should we ask what day? 12th. The 12th? Yeah. Wow, I'm I'm right before you. I'm a day before you. Are you? How about that? We'll have to, yeah. maybe we'll get together. We'll have a drink or something. Okay. We'll celebrate our birthdays. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, so you were going to retire. You were going to retire. You have not you retired last Halloween. Yeah. Now, is that, I don't know about Napa. It always seems like a pretty safe kind of place without too much hijinks. But, you know, you hear stories about Halloween being a big night for troublemaking. Would that be not a good night to retire? Don't you want somebody in place in case... Uh, Things go a little cuckoo. So somebody would have been in place okay. at that point. That that was, and that's again why I, I okay. take the can down the gotcha. road was that they could have somebody in place. But I have full confidence in our our command staff and our officers, and it does. It's they operate on the weekends and at nights without administration around. So I'm sure that for okay. a day or two they could have functioned. Even on fine. Halloween. Even on Halloween. Nothing too crazy happens it. in Napa. Uh, no, not not recently. So. 
No. Yeah. Oh, oh, do you have a story? No, it used to just be wilder than it <laughs> oh, is okay. now. And I see. I remember the days when back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, and it was, there were a, a lot more, uh, there was a lot more activity than there is now. So. Okay, maybe we shouldn't talk about what it was. We don't want to give I anyone ideas. throwing eggs and oh, okay. tomatoes and and fights and things like that, but that it's, society has changed. Good. I think people would rather eat now and feed their friends than <laughs> waste food. Just have a neighborhood party. Sounds good. Well, if you come up with a juicy story, we'll take it. We had to skip. We usually, we do a Halloween show. It's part of our tradition, but because of the fires, we were kind of still in emergency mode at the moment. So yeah. um, if, you, if you come up, it doesn't have to be right now on the spot, but you know, later, if you want to okay. email me, I've got a good Halloween story. We can come record you and we'll, we can play it later. So what does... I'm just kind of curious, you know, what does a what is the path to become a chief when you you started here on the force as a I don't know what to call it, but I would say a regular officer. What as do you call officer. that? Just an yeah. officer? Yeah, know? it's officer, sergeant, lieutenant, captain, chief. It, it dep- and, uh, under our current structure. Okay, yes. and so what is the path? How do you get to be where you are? Where in the I assume the I, and pardon my ignorance, but the That's stars okay. on the collar? That designates come, chief. Four okay, stars so, designates chief so in most agencies. Yeah. How did you get to be the guy who's wearing the four stars on the collar? So I would say the, the not the formal route, but the informal is, is you get involved in as many things as you can get involved in. Mm-hmm. You get as much exposure and experience as you can to uh, the variety of work that is done. It goes beyond just doing police work. It goes to understanding the community, being involved in the community. Uh, back in the uh, 2008-9, during the downturn, I I received the, and this is a Rich Melton, the former chief uh, yeah. word, but the opportunity uh-huh. to go over to City Hall and help. And I was involved in part of the budget building process, working with the assistant city manager and the finance director, as well as some concession bargaining. And even though I was part of a bargaining unit myself involved yeah. in that, uh, it it really broadens your perspective of the world when you do those kind of things. Yeah. I got involved in some public speaking, taught DARE, just to, and a lot of it, it wasn't, the goal wasn't to become chief of police. The goal was, was to give to the community mm-hmm. and to do the job because there really isn't a better profession in the world, I don't mm-hmm. think, that's more fun, especially in this community. So it was just following that path. Uh, if you want to go the formal route, you take your tests, you promote, you go get your education. You need at least a four-year degree in most agencies now, if not a master's or Ph.D. Oh. And then you need advanced coursework like the FBI Academy or the Senior oh, Management wow. Institute for Police. Um, and then I was lucky because Rich Melton was very supportive. He was the former chief. He was the former chief, yeah. yeah. He let me go to a a fellowship at the Target Corporation several years ago, and it was the Target in Blue, which is their liaison with law enforcement. We did a lot of talking about the the, uh, differences and the the, uh, similarities between Target Corporation, how they onboard people, how their operations work, how their security works, uh, how to how you work with nonprofits and how you do, uh, how you interact with your community. And then the five, there were five of us in the uh, first class there. We talked about law enforcement and took away a lot of lessons from them as far as really how to improve your your presence and your image, Mm -hmm. um, how to really be supportive and work with. um, and, And it, which was a natural fit for me. So th- that was a lot of fun. And then I went to uh, SMIP, the Senior Management Institute for Police, which is, it was at Boston University for three weeks. The instructors came from the Kennedy School of Government, and it was really, a, it's more of a mind-expanding experience. You huh. do case studies and uh, just a lot of, there, the information comes at you so fast that, you are either interested and you stay in with it or you decide to do something. Right. Else. I'm so, sure that would weed yeah. weed out some folks. Yeah. I'm very curious what somebody does as the chief of police, but don't answer quite yet. We do have to take a break. So that's the okay. cliffhanger, folks. Stay tuned. We are with Chief Steve Potter of the Napa Police Department. And we'll be, uh, well, Lauren, why don't you tell them? Grab some more donuts and coffee and hurry back for more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. La, 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 la. 
Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of Finkel fun. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and streaming live in Beijing, China at KVON.com. Hi, Bill. Back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, Lauren. We had a family come to our uh, to, to the winery over at, at Judd's Hill, conveniently located at the south end of Silverado Trail, just north of the town of Napa. And I asked them, as I often do, you know, how'd you hear about us? You know, we don't really advertise. We're pretty small. One of the guys who was like the, one of the fathers of the family, it was like a few family units together, said, I listened to your show. And we were planning a trip to Napa Valley. And I said to everybody, we've got to go to see Judd at Judd's Hill. I, I listened to the podcast. They're from San Francisco, but he's based in Beijing, China. Neat. So he picks up the show. Uh, as Lauren says all the time, you know, streaming live in or, you know, hear our podcast, wherever the internet <laughs> you yeah. can be accessed. So... It works. All the way from Beijing, Lauren, Bill brought his uh, family to come see us. Isn't that cool? It is. I was, I was astounded. My jaw hit the floor. <laughs> That's great. Okay, we are here with uh, Chief Steve Potter, Napa Police Department. Thank you for joining us. Sure. And it looks like you brought a little something maybe to give away. I don't even know what this is. You, yeah, you, I do you, have you something. You concealed this very well. But, and I, I, before we start, though, I just have to coach Lauren a little bit. And yeah. Those, they're not referred to as donuts anymore because oh. those are health, uh, not positive health image on those. <laughs> so they're called mm. power rings. Power rings. Yeah. So okay. I, I never so, would have guessed. Yeah. So, so yeah, for now on, if you could, yeah, make us look better. Sure. Because cops <laughs> like power rings. So, so what I brought, I brought you a gift here because it's something that everybody could use. And after the fire, I, it's uh, more important than ever. But I have for you a solar-powered lantern. Oh. And oh. it's uh, That sounds inflatable. actually practical. It's practical, but it's actually a lot of fun, too, because okay. I think you can float these things in your swimming pool as oh, well. Oh, fun. Uh, we take them camping with us because you can hang them in the tree, and it's it's practical, but it's fun, and you know you can play uh, flashlight tag with your kids with them. Oh if you wow, get, get enough! But there you go. Well, I may not give this away. I want to keep this. Looks great. No, I will give the opportunity. Yeah, look at this: the uh, inflatable solar-powered white LED lantern. It's cool, and it, it's small too. I mean, you could yeah almost easily in a backpack or even in a maybe a back pocket if you got I don't know. A wide pocket, but um, this would be great. So if, if you, dear listener, would like to have this, we used to call this segment Getting Your Hands on Judd's Goodies. Yeah. Because somebody would bring some goodies and people could get their hands. Yeah. Well, again, our district attorney was in last week and said, you may want to consider changing the name of that. And I was so, um, well, I'm open to it. I, I understand now what uh, some of the connotations could be. Yeah. It started off as an innocent, you know, people bring me a goodie bag. I want to yeah. give them away. But... We'll come up by next week. We'll have a, another catchy name for uh, this segment. Yeah. Um, so we'll say goodbye to getting your hands on Judd's goodies. Yeah. <laughs> and today we'll just give away an inflatable powered, uh, uh, solar powered lantern, courtesy of Napa's chief of police, Steve Potter. Be the first person to tweet. You got to use Twitter. Use the hashtag. That's the pound symbol. JNVS for Judd's Napa Valley Show. And put at Judd's Hill. And then I will see that immediately. I will bring this back to the tasting room at the winery, and it'll be there for you. I will notify you if you are the winner, and I'll look forward to seeing you there. But please don't do it while driving. Thank you, Lauren. Absolutely. If you are uh, listening to this in the car, pull over. Uh, remember, the chief's listening. He's going to ask yeah. who won, where did they hear it, where did they tweet from. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Okay, so we were going to ask you, and I'm going to ask you right now, what does the chief do? I think many of us have had some interactions positive, hopefully mostly, I'm sure some negative with an officer out and about, but we kind of have an idea of what they may do on a day-to-day basis. But what does the chief do? The chief goes to a lot of meetings, Okay, lots and lots of meetings, Uh, really try to set the tone for the culture of the organization. Uh, Ours is a servant, it's really a service-driven, try to work with the community and uh, provide a service. We try to practice policing 
instead of law enforcement. We're not here just to we're not here just to write tickets and arrest people. We're here to take care of quality of life issues mm-hmm. as well. Uh, really to maintain the quality of life that we have here in the Napa Valley for everyone who lives here. So chiefs do a lot of planning for the future, try to look five and 10 years out of what we might might be seeing. And at the same time, living within our budget right? and uh, just trying to, to keep people happy. So This must be quite a time. I mean, Napa is very dynamic right now. There's so much change going on. I mean, certainly look downtown at the at the development and, um, you know, there's new housing, there's, um, all well, just it's in a, in a major era. I'm trying to think of the right words. Take your time. I, I get lost in my own it's thoughts. A, sometimes. It's a significant L- L- Lauren is aware of my, <laughs> the yeah. way my cogs work. Yeah. <laughs> the chief's looking at me with an almost crossed eyes. Like, is this guy okay? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's <laughs> things are happening in Napa and how does one plan for this? Cause we don't, exactly know what's happening there's a lot of flux well you you have to pay attention what to what the city has got on the being proposed for the city we have the whole south um area of town well along soskill avenue where they're going to put in all the housing units yeah. as well so you have downtown that has exploded uh and the number of tourists who come in there and some locals is really created a, a different dynamic for policing for us down there. You have the housing down Soskill, and then you have the Napa Pipe uh, project that's still looming out there as well. Yes. The Meritage continues to expand on a regular basis. And th- there's more and more draw and desire for people to be in Napa, more businesses. Mm-hmm. So really looking at how do we create that safe and secure town, the entire town, uh, for our people to live here and live and work and, and enjoy themselves. So uh, really looking at what's what's proposed, what could happen, you know, with the ag preserve that per- creates some challenges. Our, we're pretty much limited to growing up instead of out. So how does that change policing in this town? Uh-huh. And, uh, and then uh, the other is, is it's always better to have officers who live in the town yeah, uh, work here. They're they're vested in the town then, uh, and the housing costs are uh, pretty significant right now. So. They are. It's not cheap to live in Napa. No. So uh, that's a good point. Uh, I know I have many friends who are either police or sheriff's deputies. They they may not live in the community that they serve. How about in Napa? Do you have a? I think we're about fifty fifty right about now. Fifty fifty. Yeah. And those who don't, are they somewhat nearby? Are they making long commutes to come in? It's They have to live within an hour. Within an hour. Yeah. Okay, that's just hour a drive. requirement. Yeah. Okay, I see. Nobody says if it's an hour at 3 a.m. on a cold, dark night, though, so. I yeah. see what you're saying. But it's an hour. Right, right, an hour. And is there expansion to the force as the city begins to expand? So in uh, July of 17, we the council supported us getting two more positions that got us back up to our 2005 staffing levels. And we are requesting two more positions in this mid-year budget cycle. Traffic has changed a lot in town. Uh, We have a lot more, we have a different type of homeless person coming into town right now. uh, And that is, it's uh, the, we used to have old time. When I started, you had old time Napa people. You had Richard Rupert, you had uh, Mary Gregory, you had uh, Mike Peck, you had, um, uh, anyway, a variety of people that were born and raised here or yeah. had, were longtime residents. Uh, they had a different code of conduct. Now we're seeing people coming in from uh, larger cities where uh, they just behave differently hmm. and uh, l- less, uh, less within social norms. Uh, it's one thing to be homeless. It's another thing to provide or to to have bad behaviors. And we're seeing bad behaviors. So we address those individuals on the individual bad behavior instead of looking at one class of people and, and trying to take action there. I see. Okay. Well, I mean, I, actually, I'm fascinated by this, but I kind of promised ahead of time we weren't going to get into the issues too much. So I and I started going down this about expanding the force. So forget I said that. Let's let's get back to you. You know, besides being police chief, city manager as well, concurrently. So what? Is, ha, what? That so sounds that, like a lot of responsibility for one guy. That was uh, I filled in while Mike was off because okay. at that point the assistant city manager was uh, dealing with some health issues as well. So that was for a few months. Then he came back to work and. Uh, He's been back since mid-October, 
So, so I've only had one job since then. So that's okay. been pretty nice. All right, you're, yeah. you're relaxing. You're going to Maui now. <laughs> yeah, just ba- arriving <laughs> back from exactly. Yeah. You, you're able to do that. Okay, so what does what does one do who's uh, 37 years in law enforcement, uh, chief of police, a lot of responsibility? I I can't imagine there's there's any less. Well, it's got to be a stressful job. Sometimes. I mean, police work's got to be a stressful. You say it's fun, and you got a smile on your face. Obviously, you're cut for it. But there's got to be some moments where you're experiencing things that are just, well, you know, beyond the norm, and it can be tough. How do, how do you cope with it? What are some of the mechanisms you employ to kind of ground yourself again? So I used to ride my bicycle a lot. Yeah. And But that is, in the last three years, that's pretty much gone out the window. Oh, what happened? So I just... Too busy on the weekends okay, to go. Okay, gotcha. Because when I go ride, I'd ride 60 or 100 miles a day. Oh, wow. Okay, you're and really so, out there. Yeah, and that just has not been the, – there's just not time now. Mm. So right now, I live out in Carneros. We've got about three and a half acres out there. Oh, okay. During the uh, summer, spring, summer, and fall, I raise hogs. Uh, <laughs> we have some goats. We have a bunch of chickens. I have a field that needs to be mowed. I have weeds that need to be pulled. Okay, see. So it's uh, – and I've always enjoyed working – outdoors Mm -hmm. so i do that's kind of how i disconnect and relax nice nice you try i mean you went to maui just now are you a traveler as well do you like no no not a lot not too much yeah get out in the world yeah Um, it's it's hard to it's hard to disconnect like this time uh alexandra our exchange student she made a comment about how much work i was doing and (laughs) and it was like it's not really a vacation it's just working from a different location oh in maui you were still yeah i would imagine you can't totally unplug if you're the chief of police there are certain responsibilities you just have to stay on top of yeah yep you need to be able to come back if you need if it's really needed but like i say i trust our staff but there's there are things that as ultimately they fall to my responsibility so i need to be there for them yeah that, that makes a lot of sense so you planned to retire. You have yet to retire, but it's imminent because the recruiting is happening. When that time happens, what are you thinking? So I've had uh, different conversations, different options are available. And I, don't, I, I, can, I can see myself getting out of the public sector yeah. and going probably private. Or I would, I'm already involved with some nonprofits. So I could see doing more work with nonprofits Great. because I, uh, I like that feeling of, of giving and the appreciation that people have for uh, the service of the nonprofits here in the Napa Valley. Now, it certainly comes through that you, you know, it's natural for you to, to be in public service. So that seems well, like a good. Look at what your kids did. Didn't they get a tremendous reward from that self-reward? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. They, yeah. The, the self, the, the pride that they yeah. have in what they accomplished by putting together the whole Be Kind movement mm-hmm. and Kindness Day, which we're planning again this year. Stay tuned for details, everybody. But it's amazing. And I think it really gave them a glimpse as to when, you're, when you create a positive force, you know, in a community, you can make a difference. I mean, they, they, I can't tell you how many notes, kind yeah. notes they've received handwritten or, you know, email. And, and that um, will stick with them for their entire life, and they'll be givers their entire life. I have a feeling, and I think that's, that's a really, yeah. that's a good thing. You would give more than you take, as they say. So I'm, I'm <laughs> I hesitate. No, I'll get to this later. I'll, I'm going to hesitate even a little longer. I'm going to get to this a little later. Uh, you can do All it right. now. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> not sure what uh, it is. No, 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 it's, it's, it's all right. I'm, I'm just looking at my notes. Lauren's not even smiling. So no, no, Lo- Lauren's know. nervous. He yeah. knows what's coming. Uh-oh. Uh, no, don't worry. Nothing too bad. So a little farming. What else for fun? I mean, you have, you play cards. Like, what is, what is Steve Potter, like, I, I, get away? I what enjoy do you do? talking to people. Just talking. Yeah, sometimes I think that I drive people nuts that way, but I really enjoy... Uh, talking, uh, I know nobody from the family will go to the grocery store with me because that's oh. about a, that's a two hour trip. <laughs> I'm so, the same way, <laughs> but it's fun. It's you know I get to learn a lot about what's going on and what people are doing. Uh, my two kids grew up here in town and mm-hmm. played sports locally, so I run into a lot of their oh, friends yeah. and get to catch up on on all that because a lot of those have families and are set in careers at this point. They're they're both in their 30s. Yeah, and so. you must know everybody. I mean, having been born, raised, schooled, and now serving the community your whole life. I mean, I, there's I probably not a person a you don't know. There's I know quite a few, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't really gotten to know you until yeah. now. I mean, I've seen you around, of course, but uh, this has been nice to be able to sit down. All right, Lauren, I'm going to go for it. I've hesitated enough. It's go just, ahead. And this is something we do regularly, yet I've never felt 
as awkward asking anybody this question as I'm about to at this moment. So, Steve Potter, chief of Napa Police Department. I'm going to rephrase it, though, Lauren. I'm going to rephrase the question. The suspense is just building beyond belief. Oh, boy. Do you have a thing for power rings? uh, Did you just say I look big? No. Oh, okay. I have a pink box full yeah. of power rings right here. And I didn't do this because you're a police officer, the chief of police. We could talk about police stereotypes if you want, you know, but the, of course, you know, donut eating is one of them. But that's not why I did this. We do this with every guest. I say, do you go nuts for donuts? But since we're going to call these power rings, power rings yeah. I have this Just for today. beautiful, well, I don't know, maybe, maybe, it'll, uh, maybe it'll stick. If you wouldn't mind choosing one of those... Let's see which one he goes for. Yes! I was hoping he'd go for that. That is the raised, glazed pink donut with sprinkles on top, the kind you'd see Homer Simpson eating. It matches the box. <laughs> it matches the box. you yeah. got to go for that. Um, normally, I would ask you to say something about this donut uh, related to your work. Well, let's do it. Okay. Maybe I should ask you. I'm going to go full stereotype right now. When okay. was the last time you, in uniform, visited and uh, partook in the offerings of a donut shop. Of a donut shop? Yeah. Oh, man. It's been a long, long time. Really? Yeah. It's not part of the regular beat for the chief, huh? But I'll tell you what, if I find one on a counter, I make sure it doesn't go to waste. (laughs) Okay. So you do have a thing. So you do have a thing for power rings. Do like them, yeah. Of course. Especially the center. I find that's the healthiest part for me. That's right. The least calories are found right in the middle of (laughs) that donut. Well, I won't ask you any more silliness about that. You can just enjoy that on your own time and uh, have fun with that. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Libs. So this is the Mad Libs fill-in-the-blank word game. And uh, Chief, I have a feeling you you know this. It's been a long time since. (laughs) I think I last played this with my kids when they were sub-10 years old. Is that right? Well, here we go again. And by the way, very valuable. As a, I remember as a second or third grader being good in my language skill test because I had learned what a noun was and an yeah. adverb was because of Mad Libs. And so, same with my kids. They so do. now you expect me to be an English major. Too. Yes, okay. exactly. That's what you're going to do when you retire. Okay. You're going to be a, a um, educational coach okay. uh, with Mad Libs. Here we go. You know how this works. Are you ready? Yes. The first thing I'm going to need is a number. Hmm. Any number. You don't care? How about two? Two. Since there's three of us in the room, let's go for two. <laughs> let's go. Sure. Makes all the sense to me. How about another number? Uh, one. One. Descending. And one more number. So let's go the opposite end. Let's go a million. Million. Okay, a million. Here we are. Oh, another plural noun. Or next, not another plural. A plural noun, excuse me. How about zebras? Zebras. That should go pretty well with a million. Um, I was looking ahead. There are some other plural nouns coming. That's your hint. Um, a million zebras. I don't know if they'll be together or not. We'll have to wait and find out. A geographic location could be anywhere you could possibly imagine. How about a drainage ditch somewhere? (laughs) You're good at this. I like your style. A drainage ditch somewhere. This pen's right now to me. Okay. Uh, A plural noun. Bugs. Bugs. Kind of goes with the theme of drainage ditch. Kind of does. A plural noun. Unicorns. Unicorns. And another plural noun. Well, let's go healthy this time, and let's go apples. <laughs> apples. And another plural noun. Break the mold. Crabs. <laughs> All right. They're still in season. Okay. Um, and finally, a geographic location. Let's go to the top of the world, the North Pole. North Pole. Fantastic. Okay. Chief Steve Potter of Napa Police Department. Earlier today, I was uh, doing a little research about you and found this article, which I alluded to earlier, from Napa Valley Register from June of last year, announcing okay. your retirement, okay. which we now know never happened. I don't consider this fake news because I know the intentions yeah. were all there. Things change. But this was the article talking about you about to retire. And you have just changed okay. the content of this article. Are you ready? 
Yeah. Is it okay with the register that you did this? We don't ask them. This okay. is all part of a First Amendment and parody and all that stuff. I like it. Lauren, Amendment. get my lawyer on the line, will you yeah. please? First, it's, okay. Yeah, it's the First Amendment right. Okay, yeah. there you go. This will probably make it more exciting. Yeah, yeah here we go. Are you ready? <clears throat> Starts off with a quote from you. It's just time, Napa Police Chief Steve Potter said last week about his impending retirement. After two years in law enforcement, putting in <laughs> one to a million hour work weeks, <laughs> pretty good, yeah. Potter said that he hopes to have more time for himself when he leaves his position this fall. Those one hour work weeks were getting to you, huh? Oh, yeah, those are difficult. <laughs> One of the accomplishments Potter is most proud of is how he has been able to connect zebras within the community. <laughs> As a native of a drainage ditch somewhere, <laughs> he said he had the advantage of knowing what the community's needs and expectations are. That, that, that's pretty good there. Thank you. I like yeah. that. You put that on your uh, resume, whatever your next yeah. step is. Yeah. Uh, despite the positive changes that have happened within the department, there have been legal and cultural trends that have negatively impacted law enforcement, Potter said. Here we go. Among the problems he listed are bugs, <laughs> unicorns, and apples. <laughs> Man. That's a comprehensive list. That is it. That's, that's kind of it. <laughs> You know, I I read that uh, somewhere, that that's all the Napa police is concerned right now. Just well, the unicorns, all... you know, they go after the apples, and then the apples attract bugs. And you get, so I will say you're doing related. a good good job, because I have not seen a unicorn within the city limits in yeah. some time. So well done it's, keeping them out of here. That keeps the apple level down, which keeps the bugs away. Okay, thank you. It's all Yes, yeah. well done. You can send your uh, notes of congratulations yeah. to, we didn't even give a website or contact, but we can. Yeah. Anyhow, moving on. Another uh, quote from you. I actually feel a little guilty leaving, knowing that there are so many crabs ahead for different <laughs> segments of our community <laughs> and our community as a whole, Potter said. Potter won't be leaving his roots behind, though. He says he plans on living in the North Pole <laughs> and staying very involved with the community. Very nice. Thank very you. Very nice. I like Thank that you, article. Chief yeah. Steve Potter. Is there something in the last few seconds that you would like folks to know, a contact, a website, a resource, whatever it is, something about you, this is your final moment. I, I just, I will say, we've talked about my retirement quite a bit, so I'll say thank you very much to the community uh, throughout all these years. It's been very supportive of the entire Napa Police Department and of me as an individual. This is a very caring and giving community. It's a very kind community, yeah. and I would hope that that never changes here. And uh, anyway, I just can't thank people enough for everything that they've done. And thank you very much for having me and Lauren for always being such a good sport, regardless of what show I'm on. So <laughs> That's right. Anyway. Well, thank you for coming in. Thank it you. really has been a pleasure getting to know you a little better, and I appreciate you coming and taking and, the time to sit down with us. And thanks for the donut, too. You're welcome. Enjoy. Another arresting show is in the books. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.